Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to Historical Jesus. I'm Mark Vinette. Let's continue exploring the Nativity of Mary, Mother of Jesus, along with theologian Dr. Taylor Marshall and the apocryphal Protevangelium of James, also called the Gospel of James, a second-century Christian infancy gospel. The term apocrypha is biblical text or related writings not forming part of the accepted canon of Christian scripture. The biblical apocrypha denotes the collection of apocryphal ancient books thought to have been written sometime between 200 B.C. and A.D. 400. Certain churches include some of these texts within the body of their version of the Old Testament, while others do not with some deeming them useful for non-canonical instruction. Birth of the Virgin Mary So this is a reading of chapters of the Proto-Evangelium of James, which recounts the conception, the nativity, and the early life of Mary. We believe that her parents' names were Joachim, her father, and Anna, or Anne, her mother. Chapter 7 And she cared for her child through the months. When she was two years old, Joachim said, Let us take her to the temple of the Lord, so that we may keep the promise we made, so that the Lord won't be angry with us and find our gift unacceptable. But Anna said, Let's wait until her third year, so that she won't seek her father or mother. And Joachim said, Let us wait. And the child became three years old, and Joachim said, Let's call the pure daughters of Israel, and let them take their lamps, and let them be lit so that the child won't turn back and her heart won't be drawn away from the temple of the Lord. And they did so until they went up to the temple of the Lord. And the priest welcomed her, kissed her, and said, The Lord has magnified your name among all the generations. Through you, the Lord will reveal his redemption of the people of Israel in the last days. And he sat her down on the third step of the altar, and the Lord poured grace upon her, and she danced on her feet, and all the house of Israel loved her. Chapter 8. And her parents went down, marveling and praising and glorifying the Lord God that the child hadn't turned back. And Mary was in the temple of the Lord. She was nurtured like a dove and received food from the hand of an angel. And when she became twelve years old, there was a council of the priests, saying, Look, Mary has been in the temple of the Lord twelve years. What should we do about her so that she won't pollute the sanctuary of the Lord our God? And they said to the chief priest, You stand at the altar of the Lord. Go in and pray about her. And if the Lord God reveals anything to you, we'll do it. And the chief priest went in, taking the robe with the twelve bells into the Holy of Holies, and prayed about her. And look, an angel of the Lord stood by, saying, Zechariah, Zechariah, go out and assemble the widowers of the people, and let them each bear a staff. And whomsoever the Lord God points out with a sign, she'll be his wife. 
And the heralds went down through the whole surrounding area of Judea and sounded the trumpet of the Lord, and behold, all the men rushed in. And Joseph threw down his axe and went to their meeting. And when they had all gathered, they went to the priests with their staffs. And having taken all their staffs, he went into the temple and prayed. And when he had finished the prayer, he took the staffs, went out, and gave them back. But there wasn't a sign among them. And Joseph took his staff last. And behold, a dove went from the staff and flew upon Joseph's head. And the priest said to Joseph, You've been chosen to welcome the virgin of the Lord into your own care. But Joseph refused, saying, I have sons, and I am an old man, but she's young. I won't be a laughingstock amongst the people of Israel. And the priest said, Joseph, fear the Lord your God, and remember what God did to Dathan, Abaron, and Korah, how the earth opened and swallowed them all because of their rebellion. And now fear, Joseph, so that these things won't happen in your house. And being afraid, Joseph welcomed her into his care and said to her, Mary, I have taken you from the temple of the Lord, and now I bring you to my house. I am going away to build houses, but I will come back to you. The Lord will protect you. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body, which decreases as we age. Taking Calotrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calotrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605. I read the first nine chapters of the Proto-Evangelium of James, which recounts the conception, the nativity, and the early life of Mary. A few observations. First off, um, both Joachim and Anne are persecuted and mocked by their peers. Now, I mentioned in the intro that one of the reasons why this book was um, warned about and was not included in sacred scripture is it's ambiguous about the conception of our lady and it depends on the manuscript. However, as I was reading, it's pretty clear she conceives in the, I think it was the sixth or seventh month and Joachim had been away for 40 days. I'm sorry, she, the baby's born six or seven months after their meeting and Joachim had been away fasting for 40 days. So uh, it could be in point of fact that there was a, a procreation uh, according to nature there. But um, it is ambiguous there, and it's been problematic for people. Um, Mary is born. Uh, first of all, an angel heralds her birth. Um, she's born. She's celebrated. and makes a, a nursery for Our Lady that she calls a sanctuary and makes sure that nothing unholy, nothing unkosher ever enters into that room. So it's somewhat like a holy of holies. 
Uh, and then when she's three years old, they dedicate and offer Mary as a virgin in the temple. And she lives in the temple from age three to 12. Then when she reaches the age of becoming older, they're worried about be her being uh, her defiling the temple. Uh, that has to do, of course, uh, with the coming of age of a young lady. So they have to find a man for her. And that brings about the miracle of the staffs. Joseph's staff, well, the Holy Spirit comes upon Joseph and his staff buds, and that shows he's going to be the caretaker. If you've ever listened to my podcast, you know I advocate a young Joseph theory. The uh, proto-gospel of James advocates an old Joseph theory, so I think that that's wrong. Clearly, I don't think that this document is infallible, um, It is that it's scripture, um, or that everything is right about it. But I do think it's interesting, as I said in the intro, to see how early Christians, maybe as early as 150 AD, how early they appreciated and understood that not only was the conception and birth of Christ miraculous, of course, Christ had no human father. He is consubstantial with God the Father, and he's conceived by the Holy Ghost. But they also perceived that Mary's conception, her birth, and her early life were also miraculous and special. And so today, September 8th, we celebrate the birthday of the Virgin Mary. Here at the Marshall Home, we will have a white cake with white icing, signifying Our Lady is immaculate and white and pure and sinless on the inside. And on the outside, we usually put a statue on top. Maybe I'll post a picture here on, on YouTube or on Instagram. Uh, of that cake. And uh, we celebrate a birthday party. December 25th is the birthday of our Lord Jesus. September 8th is the birthday of the Blessed Virgin Mary. We only celebrate three birthdays in the calendar. The birth of Christ, because he is sinless. He's a saint at his birth. The birth of Mary. She's immaculate conceived. She is sinless at her birth. And the birth of who? John the Baptist in June. Why? Because John the Baptist was sanctified, justified, and regenerated in the womb by the Holy Spirit at the visitation of the Blessed Virgin to St. Elizabeth, his mother. And so while he was not conceived without sin, he was born without sin. He was a saint on the day of his birth. And so those are the three birthdays that we celebrate as Catholics. John the Baptist, Our Lady the Virgin Mary, and our Lord and Savior, the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ. And pray the rosary every single day. Happy feast day. And remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. Join in the conversation on all my social media accounts using the links provided in the show notes. The History of North America series has commissioned artist Isabel Prince to produce a collection of original one-of-a-kind artworks with certificates of authentication to reward our wonderful Patreon members. Each abstract piece is directly inspired by the themes, characters, geography, or topics covered in our episodes. Check out this special collection at patreon.com slash markvinette and join our growing team of loyal supporters. I'm Mark Vinette. Thank you for sharing your time with me.